everyone. Welcome to the Nintendo Fuse podcast. This is episode 241, recorded on just November 22nd, 2021. About got ahead of myself. It's not yet December. Uh, November 22nd, 2021. And uh, we're here to talk all about our holiday gift guides. We're going to talk about the Game Awards nominees and a lot more uh, tonight. And my name is Steve. And of course, I am not here alone because that that probably be boring for you just to hear me talk about video games. I'm also joined by Barry. Hey, Barry, how's it going? Hey, Steve, always a pleasure. It's interesting being back on a Monday, but uh, you know, it's good. It's good to be here. That's very true. Yeah, if you're uh, tuning in, you're like, "What is this all about?" Uh, we did switch our our recording date to Monday. Uh, also joining Barry and myself is Greg. Hey, Greg. Hey, how's it going, everyone? So great to have Greg back uh, as uh, he he surprised us and joined us in our last episode. We weren't expecting him. Um, but uh, yeah, if you haven't checked out our last episode, uh, be sure to do that. We also uh, had a special guest on that one. And uh, so make sure you check that out. But uh, tonight we're going to be talking, like I said, all about our holiday gift guide, some suggestions for you. Go over some of uh, the Black Friday deals that we know about and some other ways to find some great deals on games and uh, gaming accessories and things like that for the holiday season. Um, also talk about the Game Award nominees for this year and uh, a few other stories that we'll, we'll kind of hit. Um, but if you're new to the podcast, be sure to hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you're you're listening or watching us on, uh, whether that be Twitch Live or YouTube Live or After the Fact uh, or your favorite podcast app. Be sure to subscribe, share it with other people, hit the like button if they have one, uh, leave us a positive review, all those different things. That's uh, that'd be so great if you're watching live be sure to jump into the live chat we interact with you guys throughout the entire podcast uh, to hear what you've been playing uh your thoughts on any of the stories we talk about anything like that so you're kind of the additional member of the podcast and so we're grateful for the uh the chat and uh yeah if you're you're in there with us live make sure you throw all your thoughts uh along with the uh the stories and stuff that we talk about tonight uh before we jump into what we've been playing and everything uh, a couple of programming notes a couple of updates and things that are going on uh next episode will be on december 6th and that's going to be uh two big things number one it's going to be our last episode of 2022 we're going to take a a month break uh before we jump back in in january on january 17th so next episode will be our last one for the, the holiday break uh but it's also going to be our game of the year awards uh so we're going to be getting given our game of the year award it's always a fun uh, time to just kind of run down our favorite games of the year and see where we uh, have a lot of games in common. Uh, sometimes, like last year, we had a bunch of games that were not in common at all, and uh, it was, it's kind of cool. So uh, the Game of the Year Awards will be next episode. Um, if you're in our Discord or social media, we'll let you know about like the categories ahead of time and stuff, so you can even maybe make your own list and throw your own list in there as well, and we'd love to hear what your games of the year would be as well um we also have uh an important exciting interview coming up barry you want to tell us a little about that as you're taking a drink sorry about that as i'm timed it perfectly as i'm taking a drink um so yeah i had uh the extreme honor of sitting down with uh valerie mcclecky from heritage auctions she uh is the consignment director specifically for the video game section uh so we get to talk 
all about what Heritage Auctions does, what the procedures are in terms of getting games out there and what things have come through. And we also tackle the controversial uh, video that came out that we, we discussed a little bit as well. Uh, so we get to hear Heritage Auctions side of the story and uh, the response that has happened since that video. So you're not gonna wanna miss it. It's a great interview and Valerie's a great person. And uh, we're looking forward to sharing that video with everyone. Cool, cool. Speaking of the chat uh, I mentioned earlier, um, Jakester caught me. It is not the last episode of 2022. For some reason, I've jumped ahead to the next year. It's the last episode of 2021. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I don't know. Last last episode, I was talking about 2011. <laughs> now I'm in 2022 already. You know. Who knows what's going to happen? Uh, <laughs> um, also, I know, Barry, you guys had a quick update around Premium Edition. Uh, you've yeah. got some cool, exciting things, but also important information for people that are out there and wanting to collect these games. Correct. Uh, so last time we, we talked about the Direct and uh, about the, the games coming out. Uh, the games have since launched. They launched uh, last Tuesday, so almost a week ago at this point. And uh, the reception has been amazing, uh, which I'm so happy about for these developers because uh, these are three amazing games. And as of now, the Cathedral and Phenotopia Awakening uh, retro editions have sold out uh, on our website. We were limited to 500 that we had available. Um, Mighty Fight Federation's retro is close to selling out. Uh, it's right behind. So don't sleep on that. Um, meanwhile, the standard premiums uh, will be open pre-order for the entire window until December 16th. So uh, if you're looking for some great games to uh, pick up, these three are phenomenal games and absolutely worth your time. Cool. PremiumEditionGames.com cool. is where you can go get them as well. Nice. That's exciting. All right. Well, let's jump into what we have been playing, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw a curveball, normally go in a certain order. I'm going to go to Greg first. So, Greg, what oh. have you been playing lately? Oh, my gosh. It's... <laughs> Very unusual for me to be going up first. He he usually gets to sit back and relax and go. All right, you take it away. I'm just going to sit here and chill. I know, I know. We, we Barry and I have been talking for a while. We're like, we need to toss it over to Greg and give him a chance to talk for a second. Well, unfortunately, my list is much shorter than I'd like it to be. Um, it's really still just Animal Crossing. Um, I am super fascinated with that um, super expensive update for from a Nintendo Switch Online up upgrade so been just building all the vacation homes for all these different villagers that stop by on the island all the time so it's like at least two or three a day now um i'm already up to like uh like 35 36 of the houses i've already built um at 30 you get the, like the special kk concert so it's like that's like the conclusion of the story ish mode so like you could still build like infinite amount of these things like for every single villager in the game so um there's still some interesting themes that I come across and I'm like, Oh, I would like to build that theme. I haven't done a character with that before. So, um, like there's that limited amount of Island space. You can actually like use like the same, um, Island like plot for multiple villagers and it doesn't like overwrite existing ones. So like, you could, it'll still be like a unique uh, version of it for that villager as well. So that's been a lot more fun than I've ever expecting it to be. And then, getting all those different skills and getting partitions walls for my island back home. And, and I know on the last podcast I also discussed, I was doing like a major island renovation that's still like underway. I can't believe it takes that long just to <laughs> redo an island. Um, 
yeah, so it's lots of mountains are changing, more water is being added, less water is being taken out other places, flowers are got to be shifted thousands of times all around. It's a very painful process. I never imagined it would be that much work just to move stuff around. <laughs> um, nice. Pretty much other than that, it's just been uh, Fire Emblem Heroes, still kind of holding out on there and still enjoying the updates. Book six is right around the corner to be kicking off like the next uh, chapter in the Fire Emblem uh, saga. So it's looking forward to seeing that in the next month or so. Um, I did want to play Metroid Dread, but that unfortunately was held off and still kind of behind on that. I know both you guys have already probably beat it, so it's I'd still like to play it more before our Game of the Year podcast. It's mm, a good one, for sure. <laughs> we talked about it last time. <laughs> we, did. we did. Or uh, was it... Oh, two weeks two ago. Times ago actually. Well, I guess yeah, we talked about it last episode, but we really talked about it the yeah. two episodes ago. Gave her give a little game chat on it. God, it's 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 time's just going by. <laughs> it is true. I had a I had a meeting earlier with uh, some other people, and it's a monthly meeting that we actually meet on on Monday afternoons online. And uh, and I got to the point where I was like, guys, didn't I just see you the other day? There's no way a month has gone by after this, but. Time's just flying by for sure. Yeah, uh, that's why Steve's a time traveler. So yeah, <laughs> it's 2022 so, and 2011. Yeah, so that's why I'm so confused. I've been all over the place. Uh, looking at the chat, uh, looks like Jakester has been playing a little bit of, or a lot of uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses uh, and playing Fire Emblem Awakening, uh, his second th- playthrough of that, Tetris 99, also Legend of Zelda Minish Cap. And went and saw Ghostbusters Afterlife. Uh, he says it's a good movie. I also saw it. Did either of you guys get to see uh, Ghostbusters yet? Not yet. Yeah. Nope. So, well, and Jakester and I say it's a good movie. Uh, Amelia is in the chat and says she's been playing Doki Doki Plus for the Switch and uh, Animal Crossing New Horizons and uh, Pogo and FGO, a lot of mobile games, and also Overwatch for PC and Fire Final Fantasy. 14 uh and excited about the new expansion pack uh do you guys play together do you guys know each other or just a, uh, just a coincidence I mean, that you guys both play Final Fantasy? yeah I'm, I'm not sure i'm not i mean if she could be somebody who is in, in rfc in which case welcome yeah. it, it could be completely coincidence because it's the number one mmo right now it's, it's it's a pretty big game it's it's like when you uh i don't know you probably have had this happen before we all live near big cities and you're like Oh, you, you you live near New York City? Well, do you know so and so? Like, oh, you're yeah. just like okay, she is somebody. She knows she yeah she she's in the answer. Well, welcome. Th- thanks for uh, for joining. There you go. Yeah. Cool, cool. <laughs> I love the support. Yeah, and, not uh, deserving Jake's, of it, but I love it. Jakester's excited. There's another FGO player as well, so that's cool. And there uh, you go. So, so Barry, what have you been up to lately? What have you been playing? Uh I like like Greg. I haven't had the time that I would have liked to have uh, to play games because I've just been so busy uh, launching uh, pre-orders is very time consuming and been on so many podcasts uh, over the past, you know, two weeks, which has been wonderful and very appreciative of everybody who uh, has given me a little bit of time, but it does take a lot of time. So I have had very minimal time to play, but what I've done is I've done Animal Crossing, which has gotten me back into at least doing daily stuff. I haven't really dabbled in the the DLC like Greg. I did like one house, Um, but just there's so much new daily stuff to collect, new recipes and 
and you know the Cap'n Island and the Brewster and you know just going through all of it, doing um, Harv's Island, just so much. So I've been running around doing all that new items that obviously changed my whole island because it's like, oh, I wish this item was there in the beginning of the game. Now I got to redesign everything. Um, still playing Pokemon Unite, although my wife is not playing it like she used to. She she's taking a break this battle pass except when I ask her to play with me because of too many players that just don't know how to play the game and then you lose and it's frustrating. And she is, she is a sore loser. Uh, she does not know how to lose gracefully. <laughs> so she's like, oh, oh, I'm just not dealing with it right now. Uh, my biggest problem is when you're playing a ranked match and you're with, with one or two people who don't know how to play and they just give up and, and then you lose and you de-level your rank because of them. And I just don't think that's fair. I don't think yeah. it's, it's right that you should be punished because someone's like, no, I'm not playing. Screw you. Because yep. uh, then it's no longer fair. So I really wish they'd do something with the ranking system. But I still enjoy the game. Uh, still a lot of fun. Uh, the main game I've been trying to play when I've had the time is uh, Shin Megami Tensei V, which is phenomenal. It is such a good game. Uh, it is... Definitely something that if you like JRPGs, turn-based JRPGs, open-world exploration games, uh, you should play this game. It is tough, but it is fair. Almost. And I say almost because <laughs> there are some times where you go up against the boss and he happens to be able to cast or she happens to be able to cast something that your character is weak to. And if they target you with that spell, they could take you from full to zero in a, in a shot. And boom, gone. And you only your main character works, but it's also like Pokemon because yeah. you collect different de demons and angels and stuff for your team, uh, and you you merge them together and move do the moves, and it's a lot of fun. Uh, it's one of those things where I don't know if there's a demo available, but I'm very pleasantly surprised with how good this game is, and I really want to sink my teeth into it more. Uh, right. And I, I've been playing quite a bit, but I know I'm. I'm like level 25, I think. So I, I probably still barely scratched the surface of the game. But who knows? Nice. Maybe maybe 40 or 50 is the end. I don't know. But <laughs> I know there's definitely like extended post-game stuff yeah. too. Could someone uh, uh, jump in at five and be okay? Or they 100%. need to know the rest? Okay. 100%. Yep. Nope. I uh, I actually didn't. I own them, but I haven't played the other four. Oh, okay. uh, played Persona, but I haven't played the other four. So this is actually my first SMT proper game. And I'm loving it. I mean, SMT is pretty much just Pokemon, but instead of monsters, it's angels and demons. And this game also has this kind of different endings depending on if you choose the angels or you choose the demons. So it lets you pick. Like, you'll get a quest and they'll be like, oh, this, this other, this demon over there is empowering weaker creatures to stand up for themselves, which is getting them to go get killed where I'm providing the sanctuary for the weak creatures to stay and be safe and I'll protect them. Could you go eliminate her so she stops sending people off to their death? <clears throat> so you go over there and she's like, oh, I'm giving people a chance to fight for their lives and to, to make something of themselves. All she's doing is she's just letting people be lesser of themselves. They're just, they're nothing. Like she's, she's enabling them to do nothing and I'm trying to encourage them to be something. So you have your choice. Which one do you want to side with? And you have to attack the other one. And should you defeat them, the one you sided with actually joins your team. Hmm. So it's, it's kind of cool. So it's like, which, which of those situations is right? Well, neither is right. They, they both can be right. It's all about perspective. Hmm. So you can kind of play the way you want to and craft the story the way you want to, which I think is really neat. I like that.
Um, I, I definitely recommend it and having a lot of fun. So don't be intimidated. I definitely say give it a shot. If you like turn-based JRPGs, if you like monster hunting and, and collecting, and if you like open world exploration with like some platforming elements to get hidden items. Um, mm. it, it's also very generous. You can teleport between save points and, and stuff like that. You do have to pay to heal yourself though. So. <laughs> uh, another game I'm playing on the Switch. Uh, is Wave the Passive Fist, I tried. <clears throat> this is a 2D beat-em-up, sort of. It's in line with a 2D beat-em-up, but instead you have to play defensive until you tire out the opponents and then beat them with one, fit, one, one hit. <laughs> and uh, it, it sounds great on paper, but boy, is it boring. <laughs> like, I just want to beat the crap out of people in a beat-em-up. I mean, picture turtles, but instead of being able to just attack the Foot Clan, you have to sit there and parry uh... and parry and parry until they finally get tired, and then you go, bing! Yeah. Um, if that sounds exciting to you, then Way of the, of the Passive Fist is for you. But for me, it's, it's, it just doesn't do it for me. I, I wanted to like it. The graphics are great. The sound is great. The presentation is great. The story is fascinating and interesting. It's a gameplay, man. It just doesn't do it for me. <laughs> it's an interesting concept to be It's a, a great, uh, interesting concept. Uh, a passive uh, action video game. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't oh, it's really totally seem like it goes along together. And you, you know what? There's probably people out there that absolutely love it, and it might be your cup of tea. So I don't want like like it's not like the game is is bad. Like this controls like ass, or this is horrible. Like it controls really well. It, it does everything it set out to do. For me personally, I just want to beat the crap out of people and beat them up. So uh, so take again. Like it, it's all about taste. The game itself is not bad. It just doesn't fit my taste. Right. Uh, PC and uh, playing 14, uh, not logging on as much as I'd like to. Again, due to time, uh, trying to finish up some stuff before Endwalker. I would have, I would have been telling you I've been playing 14 nonstop because Endwalker was supposed to come out this week, but uh, it was or last week, last Friday, it was delayed. Mm. So it was delayed till December. So uh, I have a little more time before Final Fantasy 14 takes over my list. <laughs> uh, and on the mobile side, still doing Dragalia Lost and Mario Kart Tour, of course. Nice, nice. I think we're all in the pretty much the same boat in terms of uh, less time this last couple of weeks. Um, I played a little bit of Rocket League, and that was really the only game that I significantly spent any time with. Uh, I got a, uh, a Legend of Zelda game and watch, so that was that's cool to play around with. I played the Vermin game. I, I don't know what the game that's on, uh, it's Ball on the Mario Brothers one and uh, the Vermin one. Mm-hmm. They're incredibly easy. Like, oh, yeah. really, really easy. So I'm like, uh, it got really boring after a while. Um, <laughs> after I was just dominating and like, I'm, I'm, I'm stopping. Um, I haven't played the other games yet, but I just kind of toyed around with it and, uh, and put it on my desk for a little bit before I realized, like, I don't want the cardboard box like being on my desk and doesn't look as cool as I thought it would, but, um, it was a, it was a desk clock for a couple of days. Uh, and then <laughs> I did, uh, I, I turned on animal crossing and I really just spent time killing cockroaches in my house and, uh, looking through the mail that I had neglected for the last like six months and, uh, then got overwhelmed and turned it off in time for the podcast. Um, my goal was actually, <laughs> I was going to play it last night and, 
uh, just one thing led to another and uh, didn't get any time with it. So I, I turned it on for a few minutes before the podcast. That's that's the extent <laughs> that I played it. <laughs> so, I was going to say, I saw you sign online. Yeah. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. So Greg, Greg, you, you spend a lot of time with the DLC and everything. Barry's checking out the new, new stuff and hasn't checked out the DLC. I turned the game on. Uh, I downloaded the update. That's about you know as far what? as I got. Steve, the, the <laughs> largest journeys have to start with the first step. There you go. I had my first step right on top of the cockroach. And then it came back when I came back to the other room. That's You that's, have to keep doing it until it says, like, you've gotten rid of all the cockroaches. So annoying. Yeah, Especially because be it takes, like, house. 10 seconds every time you go to a different room in the game. Oh, it's so annoying. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Eventually, I'll take care of my cockroaches, then I'll take care of the the weeds, and then I'll venture out and check out some of the new stuff because it just bothers me to have cockroaches and weeds, um, even though there's lots of other stuff that I can check it out. Uh, the OCD side of me needs to like clean up the island before I do anything else. So that's that's what I'm going to be spending time doing, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> um, I still need to see your island, Steve. I've never been. That's true. I don't think anybody has really seen my island. It's it it's such your it's such your expectations incredibly low. <laughs> like it's not themed like either of you guys' islands. It is just basically a uh, a decent island. And uh, you know, it's something that I think I would maybe enjoy for a vacation if I went there myself. Um, but uh but it's not it, it doesn't have all the different spaces and themed stuff and everything like that. I've not even come close to like collecting everything. Uh, yeah, it's it's nothing special, but sometime I'll have you over. <laughs> it's yours, therefore it's special. There we go. It's my special island that looks nothing like any of the really cool ones that people have shown off online. Um, and Jakester says he has a feeling. That's <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, Jakester says I have a feeling mine and your islands are the same, Steve. They they probably are pretty similar. I have I've got some <laughs> a couple areas. I've got a little playground area on the beach. I've got some you know beachfront you know uh, furniture and stuff like that. But but it definitely I don't have like arcades set up. I don't have like restaurants set up or anything like that. I, like no concert space or anything like that. I've got a, I've got a couple guitars in my living room because I thought that was cool. Um, I basically just set, I, <laughs> I have a tendency to set animal crossing up like I would if I was like in real life. Like there's no like real fantasy after out there at all. I'm like, Oh, I'm going to set up my living room. Like I would. Yep. Big screen TV table in the middle, a couple guitars on the side. Yeah, it's pretty much like my actual house. Uh, so, <laughs> so that's that's my way of just bringing it into the the fantasy world, my real life. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's how I kind of been doing it too. It's like a more of a normal like a living room kind of design, or if it's like a kitchen, then it's like a basic kitchen design. I don't try to like go over the top and do anything. But I mean, I could I still kind of like to create like some unusual rooms, like all that mermaid furniture. It's all in a single room, and I like the way it's all designed and. Nice. So like every single thing you get from Pascal, like every single recipe is all in that one room. And so it's like a mermaid bathroom kind of thing. Cause a lot of it is like a vanity and um, mm. other stuff for like a bathroom. Nice. Nice. I do have a podcast studio in my basement that we should use at some point to do something. <laughs> It'd be fun. I collected all the, the cameras and the couches and the lights and I got it all set up and then I stopped playing the game. Uh, so. We should totally do that one time. One, one of our yeah, that could be like an intro to the podcast. All, all three of our characters in, at Steve's house on his island and just <laughs> our little virtual characters are like, all just sitting there. 
It could be fun now that you can turn off all the HUD and everything for for the uh, camera mode. We should we should try it out sometime. <laughs> maybe during our maybe during our holiday break. Uh, Man, well, let's maybe. let's move into uh, our review for this episode, and uh, Barry's got that, so I'll I'll toss yeah. it over to Barry, and uh, he can well, tell before, you about the. Oh, I was before, before we do the review, okay. Uh, do you want to announce a little bit of giveaway? Oh, because well, something, something something we we discussed uh, a little bit, Steve, but but uh, we we never we didn't discuss it actually happening. But let's do a holiday giveaway. I think we should do a holiday giveaway for the sure. time of the season, right? Sure. Can so, I win? So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it on Twitter. Uh, so stay tuned to our Twitter. We'll put out a, a you know a Twitter thing for it. But the the prize, what what we're going to be giving away, which you've seen already, Steve, is a copy of the unofficial Amiibo book. This is done by, by Paul Murphy. This covers all the Amiibo, and what's cool about it is it's signed. Ooh. So we'll be sending out the physical, so so limited to the United States only because I'll be shipping it out. Uh, so want to do that and announce that. So that's going to be a little holiday giveaway uh, courtesy of Paul Murphy and Nintendo Fuse. Uh, so we'll, we'll uh, keep you informed on that and probably do the winner on uh, our next uh, podcast. Awesome. Awesome. I did remember that. I forgot about it, but, uh, but I did, I did know that was going to happen. Um, so, <laughs> see, yeah. got to surprise you, right? Again, I still want to win it. So, um, we may have some competing say, interest have, here, but <laughs> does it have all, all the smash brothers ones, even the ones that yes. aren't out yet? Isn't it? It's got all the smash. It has, uh, just Min Min is the only one shown at the time because that was the last one announced, but it even has the Pokemon rumble. U characters all the little minis it's got the cards it's got even like the gold ones which are part of like the japanese monster hunter champions you know detective pikachu it's got them all there it's got little tidbits a page for every character um really cool it's it's was done in europe so all the prices and stuff are european but it's all english you know it covers everything and it's a nice little pocket size uh to show you like here's my phone in comparison to it so it's it's a good size Thick book. Uh, how many pages? Let's see. How many? 268 pages. So it's a, it's a nice little. And lots giveaway, of pictures so. for people who don't like reading. Lots of pictures. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Very colorful. There you go. So thank, thank you again, Paul, for allowing us to do that. So uh, stay tuned to our Twitter, like I said, and hopefully you win. Just a little holiday thank you for all our supporters. Absolutely. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Definitely check out our Twitter at Nintendo Fuse. Uh, all right, Barry, let's uh, yes. tell us about this game you've been playing and uh, and your thoughts about it. Yes. Yeah, so uh, I played this a little while ago. Uh, I had this for review. So this is from East Asia Soft. It's called Rava and the Cyclops Curse. And again, this was uh, given to us via code. Uh, so thank you very much, East Asia Soft, for allowing us to review this game. It came out September 1st of this year, 2021, uh, developed by Gallup, as well as East Asia Soft, and published by East Asia Soft. <clears throat> this is an uh, action platformer uh, with a really cool mechanic. It's, it's like an 8-bit style game, uh, but the mechanic is, is you're a summoner, and you have these different elemental summons. And each one... Uh, does something different. Uh, you, you know, lunges bombs, or it, it shoots directly from forward. And there's different uh, like blocks that can only be destroyed by certain elements and enemies that are weak to certain elements. So you're constantly switching between the the four of them, uh, trying to get through these levels. And you've got ten different levels, uh, and and they're all 
you know, just, just beautiful 8-bit uh, graphics, uh, very fluid, uh, plays really, really well. There's different collectibles and, and uh, different obstacles to, to, you know, take over, which uh, are they're challenging. Like, I was going through this, like, this is going to be an easy game. No, uh, it's not. Uh, the, the enemies are really, really tough um, because there's it's almost like gauntlet where it has like a portal and enemies are coming out of the portal. So you have to defeat the portal to stop the enemies. And sometimes just getting to the, uh, like a location to attack the portal uh, is a challenge itself and a, and a puzzle itself. Uh, so there's hidden, there's hidden items all over. There's hidden uh, goodies to collect. Uh, and that's part of the fun. I think of a platformer Like you could race from left to right, but to go for a hundred percent, this game is very, very challenging. Uh, just because of that, but the the power ups are so varied that I think it keeps it fresh because you're you constantly switching between these attacks, and uh, if you like eight bit style two D platformers, uh, if you like that old school bit of challenge uh, to try and overcome, then I do think that this is definitely uh, something that that is worth your time. Uh, and your attention. And, uh, you know, like I said, it's, I don't know, remember the price because I've got it downloaded. I'm sure Steve will pop it up right here <clears throat> for us. A uh, $4.99. For $4.99, uh, you can't go wrong. Uh, this is well worth that price if this is the type of game for you. Uh, unfortunately, it's only digital now, but again, uh, East Asia Soft did bring it out. And thank you again, East Asia Soft, for uh, letting me review it. I had a great time. Cool. Cool. Sounds fun. It looks cool. Um, may end up checking it out sometime. Awesome. Well, let's, uh, let's move into, uh, our, one of our main stories for this episode. And that is, uh, our holiday gift guide. And just to let you guys know, like what is coming out, uh, this year, um, that you could probably get for the the gamers in your life or maybe yourself uh, as well. Uh, but also just like let you know about some Black Friday deals um, and give you some game suggestions if you're if you're kind of looking for uh, for some suggestions around that. Um, first of all, we wanted to kind of just show off before we jump into any of our suggestions, uh, just get, let you guys know uh, what Nintendo is doing this year for their Black Friday deals. Um, of course, like they have done for the last, like, I don't know, however many years the, the Switch has been out, uh, they have the Mario Kart 8 Deluxe uh, set, and this year it comes with uh, also a, a, I think it's a three-month uh, subscription to, or or one month, I can't remember, three months uh, subscription to um, Nintendo Online, so that's exciting, um, and I believe this year it is the new edition of the switch it's not the old one that has the worst battery life they actually uh put the new one in this year um opposed to uh previous years where they it was like their old stock they're trying to get so it's not the oled one but it is the uh the newer one with the better better battery life um also if you have not gotten uh mario kart live home circuit it will now be uh marked down considerably for the holiday season um and i think it's just for the holiday season. I don't think it's a, a, a new price for it. Um, but it, instead of $99, it's down to $59. Uh, so that's a, that's a pretty significant discount. Um, also they've got a bunch of different games, uh, on sale for, uh, for $20 off. So that includes like breath of the wild, 
um, super, new Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe, Super Mario Maker 2, uh, Link's Awakening, Splatoon 2, Paper Mario Origami King, uh, Star, um, Kirby Star Allies, Fire Emblem Three Houses, Astral Chain, Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition. Um, all those games you can actually save 20 bucks on uh, this holiday season. And uh, also, if you have not gotten Ring Fit Adventures, you can be able to save twenty five bucks on that game, knocking it down to only forty five or sorry, fifty four dollars, uh, fifty four ninety nine, which is a pretty great deal. Um, you can check out Nintendo.com slash holiday holidays, I think it is, um, if you want to check out all those deals. And if you can get your hands on it. Of course, they do have the uh, the new Switch OLED, but um, it's kind of hard to come by right now. Um, but it is a great deal um, and a great gift for for someone uh, out there. Um, Barry, Greg, where do you guys go uh, when it comes to holiday deals? Where do you usually find uh, some of the best deals out there um, if you're looking for stuff for yourself or or maybe maybe a friend or a family member? Barry, where do you go? Uh, I mainly stick to Twitter to start with, uh, just because so many people are sharing some great deals going on. But obviously, I check the major retailers, Best Buy, GameStop, stuff like that. Uh, I've also found a lot of publishers do some great deals. So Bandai Namco usually does a Black Friday deal, and I've gotten some great, great cheap games from them. Uh, same with Square Enix. Their store, they usually, like like games, like $5, $10. Like, there were... 50 60 bucks i was like okay and and sometimes they do old stuff like uh square has had like playstation one games psp games ds games <laughs> like like what <laughs> okay uh so sometimes you can get some really cool retro stuff um those are the main ones i go for uh, just online but definitely check out you know there's, there's places like warrior 64 on twitter and cheap ass gamer uh, that are always you know sharing some of these black friday deals cool Cool. Greg, how about you? It's basically the same as Barry. I follow like a Nintendo deal and that has like all the deals specific to Nintendo. And obviously the bulk of it is around the Switch because that's the most current console. So it's they even do like Amiibos and other things like that, like other merchandise as well. But also like Barry, I like to still get the classic paper on Thanksgiving morning and still check it out on like Walmart and Best Buy, GameStop. Like all those major retailers and stuff and depending on what's available it depends if i will go get it and whatnot so um this year i've already been kind of trying to stock up on some of the deals already because i know my daughter's going really uh head first into all get wanting all these games so it's we want to try to get those as cheap as possible so like, i was able to already nab like all-star Super Mario All-Stars for 45 bucks from Target. I was able to get um, Super Mario wow. Odyssey for like 35 So it's like um, from Walmart. So it's I've been kind of following those deals just to try to get the games as cheap as possible for that you want. So You know, isn't it funny that people had all this brouhaha over Mario 3D All-Stars being discontinued, and here you got it on a Black Friday deal still in stock? That's true. Yeah. I mean, I've seen them in my local targets and stuff, and that's the one that are trying to sell them for like 45. So it's just like it's. <laughs> I, that's great. Nice. Nice. Will, will you adopt me, Greg? That sounds like an amazing, amazing <laughs> holiday. Know, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I am kind of looking at like the Mario Kart uh, home circuit thing and also um, Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe because I'm sure she probably would like both of those. But. Mm-hmm. 
other than that, it's just kind of looking else to see what else is going to be out there this holiday season. Well, right now, Amazon and Best Buy have both made their stuff live. Like going to Best Buy, I saw a lot of games that were like twenty bucks. They're like just already yeah. discounted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I already got two games for myself that were discounted from Best Buy. <laughs> got I think Target's Monkey. doing. Oh, go on. Sorry, Greg. I was gonna say I'd gotten Super Monkey Ball and uh, that collection, and also the Trials, the collection of Mana for both of them were like twenty bucks. <sighs> collection of Mana is such a good deal. Uh, I think uh, Target's doing a buy two get one free right now on on video games with a discount as well. Like a lot of games, oh. like twenty bucks, and a buy two get one free. <laughs> so yeah, so, so yeah, that's it's really the same as one as Amazon. It's it excludes all like Mario and Zelda games and stuff. It's like all the third party games, but still. I mean, it's still great. I know I'm not discounting it <laughs> any. Of them. There's still plenty of great games like Cruisin' Blast and stuff like that, and like Monkey Ball, obviously. So it's there's definitely plenty of great games out there that you don't have to have just like Mario and Zelda. But yeah. Just want a clarification for anyone that are is looking at those buy two get one free that the mainline Nintendo games are excluded from that. The most important thing there though is that Xenoblade Chronicles is on sale, so there's no excuse everyone should be purchasing that game. Done. <laughs> Still not low enough for me. Oh God, Greg, you're you're killing me. You're killing me. <laughs> They're not paying him to take it yet. <laughs> oh, Greg. <laughs> Greg, 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 Greg. How you wound me so in the holiday time. <laughs> That's true. We forgot to wish uh, Happy Thanksgiving to everybody in America. That's it. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, looks like, 2 is out of print, Jakester. Oh, uh, yeah. He's talking about in the chat. That's that's unfortunate. Uh-huh. Um, you still, can you still get torn out? Is that out of print, too? Out of print, too. Out of print, too. Yeah. Well, I'll sell you mine. Um, I'm done with it. <laughs> I don't need it anymore. Um, <laughs> maybe it's all by the other one. Um, all right, let's look at the chat. Uh, Amelia says uh, debated going into Ratchet and Clank uh, on the PS5 at GameStop since it's going to be on sale as well. I've heard really good things about Ratchet and Clank. Never played it myself, but uh, heard really good stuff. And uh, Jake just says his grandmother got him uh, Monster Hunter Stories to Metroid Dread and Amiibo for Christmas. So that's, that's pretty awesome. exciting. Yeah. Uh, so of course, you know, it's always exciting to, to get games. It's always excited, uh, exciting to get a console. Um, my first Nintendo, the NES I got for Christmas. Um, that was really, really exciting. Um, but there's some people, maybe, maybe a console, maybe some like full price games are still stretching it. Um, one of the things that, uh, I would encourage you to think about as well. Um, Barry's not going to like this very much, but a, a <laughs> gift card, uh, is also going to be a great thing to be able to get them because they can buy digital games with them. And, uh, Nintendo puts a lot of games on sale, um, on the eShop, um, a lot of times during the holidays. And so you can save a ton of money. Uh, if you're willing to go digital um, with some games. And so um, getting people an eShop card for their stocking stuff or something like that um, is a great way. You give them 20 bucks. If they wait for a sale, I mean, people can actually stretch that to like maybe like three or four games that they can actually um, get with that 20 bucks. So um, definitely check out the, the, uh, eShop gift cards. Um, if you're also looking at different things that are not going to, you know, take as much money, um, to, to purchase and everything, uh, you could also, um, look into, uh, memory cards, 
for for some people as well. Um, that's a it's another great uh, way to to get some people some memory cards that they can act, they can use with their Switch as they're downloading digital games. Um, but uh, you know, it does just take up some time, and memory cards seem to be coming down in price a lot of times as well. Um, so those are a couple other ideas and they have like 8-bit do has some really cool, uh, controllers. If you're looking for some alternate controllers for, for people, um, yeah, it's another way of, of maybe getting a, a less expensive gift for your gamer friends and family over the holiday season. Um, so maybe think about, uh, yeah, a controller from 8-bit do or something like that. Um, also Amiibo, Amiibo cards, those are all uh, great options as well. Um, they have the is the new series for uh, Animal Crossing Amiibo cards out. Is I, I haven't been yes. following the cards, so and uh, yeah. it's yeah. been right pain in the butt. Really? <laughs> <laughs> we 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 managed to fit our, finish our set, but we had to buy cards because Nintendo. This is what Nintendo does, and this is classic Nintendo. So for anybody going for the set, uh, may may the odds be ever in your favor because it's a forty eight card set. 24, which is 50% of the set, are special cards. The other 25, uh, the other 24 cards, the other 50% are regular villager cards. A pack is $6. In a pack of six cards, you get one special and five regular. So in order to get a full set, you have to buy 24 packs and pray that you get no doubles because it's not split evenly. And a lot of sites, if they have the cards, they're limiting it to like one, maybe two per person. So it is ridiculous some of the prices these special cards are commanding online because the odds of getting them are so rare because Nintendo split the set evenly, but they didn't split the packs evenly. And it's such a Nintendo thing to do. And then they didn't provide enough to retailers, especially at the holiday season during the Animal Crossing phase coming, or craze coming back in. It sucks. Nice. <laughs> it's a terrible thing they did. Nice, nice. So maybe you can get Animal Crossing cards, <laughs> Amiibo cards for for your loved ones this holiday season. Maybe, um, and just hope that they don't want a full set. Uh, <laughs> Um, another thing, uh, that I was just going to say as, as well for now, I, I seem, they seem to be readily available, uh, is the, the game and watch, um, for, for Zelda. Um, sometimes you might still be able to find the, the Mario one as well, but, uh, the Zelda one is still out there. It doesn't seem they're like they're making them in, uh, strictly limited quantities. Um, it will be a, a special limited edition, but, uh, like the Mario ones, you could still find them on shelves way after they stop producing them. So that's another, um, you know, a smaller. Uh, less expensive gift that uh, especially if you have a Nintendo collector or a Zelda fan in, in your family and friends that you want to get a gift for. Um, I think the uh, the Game & Watch is a, definitely a fun uh, little item that you can uh, slip in their, their stocking or something like that too. So yeah, anything else uh, you guys think people should be aware of as they're looking at the holiday season, Black Friday, all that stuff. Uh, anything come to your mind that we need to make sure that our listeners are, are paying attention to? Um, kind of like a follow-up, at least on like the Black Friday thing. Like, um, they have Cyber Monday that follows. They haven't announced those deals yet, and that's really where all those digital games are going to be on sale. Mm. That Steve kind of referenced before. So it'll be right like a few days before they'll probably release like something. Nintendo will have like a on their website like, oh, here's the deals for this, and it's usually only good for whatever like a, a week or whatever, if that. So. Um, just be mindful to know to check in to see if the eShop sales are going to be going live like right around that um, 
from like Black Friday through like Cyber Monday kind of thing. Mm, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, I was just going to add to uh, also check out if you have any local stores, like not 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 like just Walmart, Target, like the big stuff, but maybe a local retro store or a, just a local game store uh, that does carry new stuff as well as retro. Because a lot of those, you know, do some kind of Black Friday deals too. And since they're not online, uh, they're a lot smaller. So you might be able to get some great deals while people like everyone's rushing to Walmart or Target and you go the other way and you can get some good stuff. So check what they have, too, if you have any in, in your area, because you can find some really cool stuff that way. Yeah, that's cool. And, uh, you know, it's all, always important to support local stores and everything, too. So, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm so excited. There was a new there's a new collectible store that just opened downtown in my town. And I talked to him the other day and I was like, hey, you're you going to carry game uh, video game stuff. He's like, oh, yeah, it's it's still back in the back. I'm unpacking everything, but I will have an entire game section, especially retro game section uh, when I get it full going. And I was so excited. So um, probably not this holiday season, but uh, but maybe next year uh, he'll have it all out and uh maybe some deals for the holiday season as well so <laughs> Uh, well, uh, let's move on. There was uh, not a whole lot of news uh, over this last couple of weeks, but uh, one thing is is going to be happening uh, really, really soon. Uh, actually, on my birthday, uh, the Game Awards. Uh, thank you, Jeff Keeley, for putting the Game Awards on my birthday this year. Um, I'm not going to be watching them because uh, I think I'm going to be hanging out with my friends um, on uh, my birthday. Um, I think we might actually be going to Dave and Buster's this year, so I'll be playing games instead of nice. watching them get awards. Um, but, uh, yeah, the game awards is coming out on December 9th this year. And we got the nominees. Thanks to, uh, Dave for posting those on NintendoFuse.com. So if you haven't checked them out, uh, we have the whole rundown there and, uh, yeah, we got, um, several games this year, uh, Contrary to last year, last year we we didn't really have uh, too many Nintendo games uh, represented, but this this year we actually do. So uh, the big one, of course, is Metroid Dread being nominated for both Game of the Year and the Best Action Adventure Game. So that's really exciting uh, for this year. And then, uh, yeah, I'm just going to quickly, quickly run through all the rest of the, uh, the nominees and let you guys know what, uh, what they are, but then we'll, we'll get a chance to discuss them, uh, in just a second, but, uh, best action adventure. You got Marvel's, uh, guardians of the galaxy, Metroid dread, psychonauts to ratchet and clank rift apart, uh, and resident evil village. And then you have uh best indie game nominees are 12 minutes death's door, Kina Bridge of Spirits, Inscription, and Loop Hero. Uh, best debut indie indie game is uh, Kina Bridge of Spirits, Sable, The Artful Escape, The Forgotten City, and Val Valheim. I think is how you pronounce that Valheim. Uh, and then best role playing game Cyberpunk 20, uh, 2077, Monster Hunter Rise, Scarlet Nexus, Shin Megami Tensei Five, and Tales of Arise. And then best family game, uh, which is normally dominated by Nintendo games. Uh, it takes two Mario Party Superstars, new Pokemon Snap, Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury, WarioWare, get it together. Best fighting game, we have Demon Slayer, a uh, bunch of words that I cannot pronounce. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Guilty Gear Strive, uh, Melty Blood type Lumina, Nickelodeon All-Star Battle and Virtua Fighter 5 Ultimate Showdown. 
Uh, games for Impact games are Before Your Eyes, Boyfriend, Dungeon, Chikori, uh, Life is Strange, True Colors, and No Longer Home. The best sports and racing games include F1 2020, F1 2021, uh, FIFA 22, Forza Horizon 5, and uh, Hot Wheels Unleashed, and also Riders Republic. Best multiplayer game is Back for Blood. It takes two, Knockout City, Monster Hunter Rise, New World, and Valheim. Best ongoing game are Apex Legends, Call of Duty Warzone, Final Fantasy XIV Online, Barry, uh, Fortnite, and Genshin Impact. Best mobile game is Fantasian, Genshin Impact, League of Legends, Wild Rift, Marvel Future Revolution, and Pokemon Unite. And the best anticipated game uh, is our Elden Ring, God of War, Ragnarok, Horizon, uh, Forbidden West, and the sequel to The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, and Starfield. So those are the games that uh, include the uh, include Nintendo uh, games within it. So a lot more categories for Nintendo this year, of course, including Metroid Dread being nominated for uh, two awards this year, including the best game of the year. So Barry, what do you think of this rundown this year uh, and uh, all the games that uh, are the, all the categories that actually include Nintendo <laughs> games this year? You know, I just realized uh, Dave didn't include game of the year listed there. Oh, it's true. Not the the, the entire <laughs> list is not on there. Uh, we just care about Metroid Dread being on there. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> yes, it's true. Um, I, I think this year Nintendo, at least Nintendo, games on Nintendo, have a little bit more of a presence, but a lot of it is is still popular. It's just a popular contest, and I don't think I don't think that should be the case, especially when it comes to things like best indie. Um, you know, all the stuff there are popular indie games. They're just popular, but that doesn't necessarily mean the best. And I really, I really hate that indies, which are supposed to be, you know, lesser known games, now are almost have to be split into two. Those that are just take off, like like Kenna, Ridge of Spirits. Everyone knows about that game. Like it, it was just made rifts. People talked about it. Twelve minutes, same thing. Not saying they're bad games, but I'm saying that there's a lot of games that are also amazing that no one's talking about so mm-hmm. i i almost feel like we need like two indie categories like best indie that you actually know about and <laughs> best indie that you should be playing but you have no idea even exists um Point. that would be fantastic um because there's just a lot of those uh i don't think cyberpunk 2077 should be nominated for anything uh i mean the, <laughs> the game has so many problems if, if if that wins anything then that tells you that it's clearly paid because if you could release a game that needs a roadmap just to fix the game as it should have come out and they are behind on the roadmap wins over a game that delivers on all promises then that's that's wrong it should, uh, work. It should have been nominated for the best anticipated game still yeah you know what it could be i mean it just just really it should be um but the categories a lot of them are stronger this year but there's some that you can just just see coming like a mile away like 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 i'd be i could safely say best sports slash racing game is going to go to forza horizon 5 like i can just say that the game got like tens like there's no way that's losing and i watch it watch it lose and i'm eating my words but like you know some categories you could just see like that others you know i don't know 
uh, best family. I don't know. I mean, four out of five are Nintendo stuff, but it's probably going to go to It Takes Two because It Takes Two is nominated for other things. Uh, and therefore, they'll be like, oh, give us some money. Here you go. Because mm-hmm. we all know it's all commercialized. So you really can't go into these being upset because you're going to be perpetually upset. You, no award show is going to please you 100%. But it's all popularity contest, and there's money under the table. And no matter how much your votes are said, I don't believe they, they <laughs> amount to much. I believe if there's money exchanged under the table, look at look at look at the darlings of these things. Like last year, it was uh, was it Death Stranding last year, or was it Life uh, Last La- of Us Part last Two? Of us like, two, I think. And Death Stranding was the year. Before. The year before that was Death Stranding. Like you can tell, like okay, clearly somebody is in bed with somebody else here. Like these are just it's it's too much. It's too too obvious. Like make it a little less obvious. Uh, <laughs> But I, I'm actually not seeing that as much this year, which I'm happy. I'm happy mm-hmm. to not see one game go like, hey, this game got every award nomination. It even got nominated for Best Esports Team. Like, <laughs> like no, 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 don't do that. That's, that's terrible. So overall, I'm happier with the nominations for the most part. And I do plan to, uh, to watch because I'm hoping that there's some cool announcements. Yeah. But that's absolutely. the main reason I'm watching. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, just to let you guys know, uh, Dave did actually include the uh, game of the year or the yeah the the game of the year category. I just skipped over it. Oh, it's my apologies. Yeah, yeah. So Death Loop, it takes to Metroid Dread, Psychonauts two, Ratchet and Clank, uh, Rift Apart, and Resident Evil Village are the uh, the game of the year uh, nominees. So um, that was on me. I forgot to uh, to read that section. Yeah. So so, so look, it takes two is nominated for game of the year. If it's nominated for Game of the Year, it it almost feels like it's going to take Best Family. Yeah, like like you could look at certain parallels like that. Do I th- do I th- nothing against it takes two. Plus the guy who did it takes two isn't that the same guy who was up there cursing all the time with Jeff Keighley, like their buddy buddies. Uh, so not saying there's a coincidence there or there's conspiracy there, but I'm also not saying there isn't. Yeah, yeah, might be the first year in a uh, maybe ever that Nintendo did, doesn't win the Best Family game. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, Greg, what do you think about these nominees and, and the upcoming show? I think the person that has that, uh, it takes two knows how to, um, include that word too, because like the last of us part two won such sleeping uh, distance last time around. So thinking. they, they, they got the keyword in there. So it's, that's probably why it's nominated for numerous categories and going to win there. So, um, Hopefully I'm wrong. Um, Best Family has normally been like a chance for like one of the Nintendo games that doesn't make it into any other categories. So I mean, I don't know if like WarioWare would be able to make it, but I would think Bowser's Fury as a darn good thing. I mean, that's like a. I know it's like a port from the Wii U, but I mean that was one of the Wii U's best games, and and that is a very stellar multiplayer game that you can be enjoyed by like with the whole family. So it's even though the Bowser's Fury is more like single player with co op kind of thing but the main part of the game is still incredibly fun to play with the family. So really hoping like that one might be able to pull in there, but I don't know. I've never heard of the, it takes two, so I don't know too much about it, but that's my hoping there. Um, yeah, I would really think that breath of the wild uh, sequel would get that anticipated game because I hear rumors that they're going to have like a new trailer for that there too. So that'd be kind of nice coincidental thing right there to <laughs> see like hey this won the most anticipated game and oh here's a new trailer for it so it's that'd be really cool to see 
Yeah, I wouldn't mind uh, them them buying their way in there. That'd be okay if it ends up uh, get us getting new new some game footage and a trailer for Zelda sequel. I'm all for it. Or you know, or you know, it just might be all cranky Kongs available in Tokyo. Tropical freeze. That could be that. Yeah, for sure. Or we could get uh, you know uh, information about the new Super Mario Brothers movie again. Um, let's, let's talk about the, the overall show. Um, cause some, it does have its ups and downs, but I think one of the, the, the coolest thing usually doesn't always happen, but a lot of times it does happen is Nintendo makes a pretty good showing in terms of showing off stuff. Um, they may not be, you know, in every category, but we've, we've seen some really cool stuff shown off from Nintendo in, in the past, uh, at the game awards. Um, Barry, are you expecting anything at all from Nintendo this year? You know, I, I go in with little expectations, hoping for something. Uh, Nintendo has done two out of the last three years. They've done Smash characters. They've also done Bayonetta 2 and 3. Uh, one, well, 1, 2, and 3, actually. They've done uh, stuff like Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. So there's no new Smash characters, right? We know a lot of games coming for 2023. There's no more Nintendo Direct till January, February. So this is what we got is what we get. Uh, what I predict and what I would like to see and, and what I expect is for them to come out with Metroid Prime Trilogy and and mirror what they did with Bayonetta, saying, oh, you didn't, you didn't think this is all we did, right? And then come out with a trailer for Metroid Prime 4, just like they did with Bayonetta. Uh, I think it would be a perfect cap to 2021 going into uh, 2022. Uh, it's the 35th anniversary of Metroid, and we got Metroid Dread, which is great, in the Amiibo. But I think that would be a perfect way for them to end, uh, to do that. That'd be really cool. And then all of a sudden it says, coming 2022... And then we get another anticipated game uh, for that category <laughs> <laughs> instantly. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Greg, what are you what are you expecting? What are you hoping for for this uh, for this show? Well, yeah, I usually keep my expectations low because I don't really follow the, a lot of the game awards. Like last year, I was able to like, kind of stream it a little bit, and it was kind of hard to sit through it. And um, yeah, like as Barry said, it was like they were using the Smash Brothers character reveal, so that was nice and easy to get a bigger audience. But um, obviously, I wouldn't mind if they did like Breath of the Wild two, or even like more on like Splatoon three. Um, Metroid Prime four would be a godsend. I can't really wait to see more about that, but um, I don't know if that's something that they'll use to show it there. Um, and I've also been following on Twitter with like the. Metroid Prime Trilogy, I guess there's been some issues like trying to code like the second and third one, and they've only been doing Metroid Prime, the first one. Hmm. So I don't know if they're only going to be doing them one at a time or they might only do the first one. I don't know. I saw some rumors about that, and that doesn't make any sense, like why they would skip two and three. But uh, that would really hope that they wouldn't just announce like just the first one because I'm sure that would piss more people off than oh, yeah. make them happy. Oh, you look, they did it with Pikmin, right? Mm, We're just going to give you three when we could easily give you one and two. Right. But everyone's expecting the trilogy. I think if they just did one, I, I agree with you, Greg. I think people would be just pissed off. Mm-hmm. Be like, what the hell? You're going to give us one and four and not include two and three? They're older games. Mm-hmm. 
They ran on the GameCube and the Wii, for Christ's sake. They can run on the Switch. It's true. I have I have the trilogy on Wii U. I forget that I have it because it's digital um, and it's sitting there. And I don't, you know, I, I booted up my Wii U a couple weeks ago. I was like, oh, yeah, I have Metroid Prime Trilogy. I forgot about having that. Um, but I think I got it like right before the Switch came out. There was some sort of deal. And I was like, oh, sure, I'll go ahead and get it. And then I don't turn on my Wii U anymore. Yeah, I got the original Wii version of it, and then I also have the digital Wii U version. So yeah. I'm a big supporter of the Prime Trilogy and wanted to stay around and really hope uh, it makes its way to the Switch, where I'll buy it a third time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, looks at uh, Jakester says he's uh, definitely on the wait-and-see train when it comes to the Game Awards. Uh, and I think that's really this the safe place to be. Um, as uh, Yeah, set your expectations low. <laughs> because it could be really bad um but yeah you might be surprised (laughs) i don't know i just like the music i love love Mm -hmm. live music love live minute video game music so i'm all for that it's true there's there's some really good music there and you know if if you like kind of craziness and spontaneous uh that a lot of times things just kind of go off the rails during the game awards as well uh things that just not as not as polished sometimes and you know they have some guests or uh announcers or whatever that just kind of just go and do their own thing um so that's sometimes fun to uh sit back and you know grab some popcorn and watch what chaos happens as well <laughs> So, well, that's the Game Awards. It's going to happen, uh, like we said, on December 9th. Uh, thank you, Jeff Keeley, for the birthday gift. Um, but uh, yeah, that's actually going to be after our next podcast, which should be our last one for 2020 one um and uh so we'll we'll discuss that and and talk about it of course in our discord um so uh won't get a chance to to talk about it on the podcast because that'll come right before we'll give our awards and then they'll they'll give their awards which you know you really we'll talk about, about it in awards. january yeah before. yeah <laughs> yeah you know it'll be skewed for after yeah. they watch ours so. that's right that's right we don't get paid for uh giving our awards out exactly. although ours i wouldn't be personal. opposed to it no just kidding uh, <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, like it being genuine. that's right that's right although you know money would be nice but yes we'd like it being genuine for sure <laughs> Uh, well, let's move on to a couple uh, quick headlines before we uh, move into kind of our last section of the podcast for for this episode. Uh, Greg, you want to tell us a little bit about the sales and then Barry, uh, remind us about a movie that's coming out. All right. So Nintendo has their sales or uh, there's Nintendo sales results from the NPD group for October 21 and was pretty much they had a really long streak going, but I guess the Nintendo Switch was had a streak that was broken, and then it just kind of reestablished its um, back at the top of the list, probably thankfully due to the Switch OLED model. So um, PlayStation 5 remains the best-selling hardware platform for 21, or, yeah, 2021 year-to-date in dollars. It's Nintendo Switch still leads in unit sales, however, though. Um, in terms of like the best, the top ten best sellers for Switch, number one was Metroid Dread, two Mario Party Superstars, three Mario Kart Eight Deluxe, which can't seem to be dethroned anytime soon, <laughs> four Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, five Animal Crossing New Horizons, six Breath of the Wild, seven Pokemon Sword and Shield, eight Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury, nine Minecraft, and ten Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe. Yeah, and uh, on top of that, if those uh, sales results get you excited, you can do something else that's going to get you excited. Watch a movie. That's right. This 
Wednesday, just two days away, November 24th. Uh, 8-Bit Christmas is coming to HBO Max. We talked about it last time. Uh, this is the Neil Patrick Harris uh, adaptation uh, of the book where it's pretty much going to be a Christmas story, but instead of a BB gun, you're going for an NES this time. So a little closer to home, <laughs> a little more relatable. Absolutely. Yeah, I know I'm going to be excited to watch it, but I, mean, I have to I have to watch that. And Hawkeye comes out on Wednesday. It's going to be a big, big week this week. And Thanksgiving... <laughs> Man, I'm just going to eat a bunch of turkey, sit on the couch, and watch some good TV. <laughs> Damn straight. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, well, uh, yeah, before we move into what's coming out over over the next uh, couple weeks until our next podcast, uh, we just want to encourage you, if you have not done so yet, please uh, follow us on social media. It's just a quick way for you guys to stay in the loop about what we're talking about, uh, articles we write, um, any, any, like, videos that we post, anything like that is a great way to uh, just follow us and also connect with us. Um, speaking of connecting with us, an even better way is to join our Discord. Uh, you'll see the link on the screen and also uh, the link will be in our show notes and the pod, uh, podcast, like the YouTube description and all that stuff. So make sure you head over to our Discord and you can chat with us in between episodes. We have a growing community over there of Nintendo gamers, but also just gamers in general. And we we love just talking games with you guys. And uh, as we're taking a month or so off for the holiday season after our next episode, um, that'd be the best place for you guys to kind of hear and what we think about different games, different news coming out, all that stuff. Um, just head over to our Discord. Um, but uh, yeah, our, our next episode is on December 6th. But until then, we do have, uh, there's a few games coming out over over the next couple of weeks. Uh, we'll scroll them on screen like usual and then uh, get a chance to, to also just uh, kind of talk about what we are hoping to play um so you know i know uh i know greg's really excited about puppies and kittens um but uh we'll move on there's there's other games to play greg there's other games uh, <laughs> i just remember we talked about that a few episodes ago so i was like oh it's coming out this week yay <laughs> um but uh yeah it's it, we're in that time uh, of year where it's not like uh, a ton of big games but there there are some games coming out. Um, Pokemon came out recently. It's funny that none of us talked about playing it yet. Um, but, uh, you know, Pokemon did make its way out. So if I got it. I just haven't played it. So, yeah. Uh, if you haven't played it yet, um, there's a couple of Sudoku games. Uh, if you're interested in that. Um, Real Boxing 2. Uh, I, I heard that Real Boxing 1 was pretty good, but I didn't. I've never uh, played the second, uh, the sequel of it. Um but uh, yeah, I'll keep scrolling these. Uh, maybe some games that will stand out to you guys uh, as you think about it. Uh, Big Brain Academy, uh, Brain versus Brain is coming out on December 3rd. So that's pretty uh, exciting. And also the Dekanrapa games. Um, I know uh, Barry's really a big fan of those games. Um, but yeah, what are you guys uh, hoping to play over the next couple of weeks? Maybe it's some some new games or uh, maybe some ones on your back catalog. Uh, Barry, how about you first? Uh, yeah, my goal, and I say goal, I'm not necessarily going to complete this goal, but my goal is to finish uh, Shin Megami Tensei V. Uh, when Rampa comes out, I'm going to try and get through S as fast as possible. Not, not to rush the game, but just because um, Endwalker is coming out. And whatever Endwalker hits, if they delay it again, I'll get a little more time. If they don't, it doesn't matter. Like, all oh, their games just going to go bye-bye for the most part, except maybe Animal Crossing, maybe just like a little bit, or, or Pokemon Unite, just to do daily stuff. 
but it's all going to be Endwalker. And and that's going to be like, you'll be like, hey, got podcast time. I'll be like, no, Endwalker must play. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, that's that's something I'm just super looking forward to. But, yeah, if you haven't played the Rampa games, uh, Decadence is a fantastic physical package. You're getting four games. You're only missing one, but uh, absolutely amazing games. And I highly recommend it. And I can't wait to, to mess around with S uh, and just see all the different character interactions. Nice. Nice. Greg, how about you? I probably won't be getting puppies and kittens quite yet, but um, <laughs> I got it. By the way, I got puppies and kittens. Did you? Did you? Nice. Yes, I do. Oh, that's a perfect game for Barry, along with like a date night bowling. Um, oh yeah, my wife's yes. on a bowling lead. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, so I'll probably be more hitting the backlog. I really need to hit Metroid Dread to make sure I can give it a some proper time before our next podcast, along with um, some other ones that I have neglected to play all year round um like a mortal phoenix rising which will be eligible this time around and i haven't even played it yet so really hoping to finally branch off from animal crossing over this next two weeks i really hope but i'll have to see because i know my daughter will love to just oh gotta see what villagers are there today so it's not always the easiest thing for me to do these days Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, probably over the next couple of weeks, um, I it's with the holiday season coming up, um, you know, with, uh, uh, Thanksgiving and stuff, we will be around family and some friends and stuff too. So usually those are when I break out the Jackbox games. And so I, I've been holding off and getting the, the newest one. So, but I'll, this might be the, the time that I get the, the new one that just came out like last month, I think. Um, so probably, probably be playing some of those. And, uh, I do hope to get some more time with animal crossing before our next episode to, uh, you know, be able to experience the rest of the DLC instead of just, uh, killing cockroaches and pulling weeds. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not looking forward to the, the, the paid DLC portion of it. Um, but I'll, I'll, I'll definitely check it out. Um, I was never a happy home designer fan or anything like that, but, uh, it's cool that it's there and Hey, I get it free with the Nintendo online subscription. So might as well at least check it out. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think I was, I was thinking through all the, the new games that are coming out and there's nothing that really like really stands out except for like, I've never, I don't think I ever owned any of the big brain, uh, games, uh, brain training or anything like that. But, uh, this one, it might be one I'll have to, you know, maybe, I'll talk to my wife and see like it, it could be one of those games we could play together. Um, so it could be there. fun. Uh, I think there is. Yeah. There yeah. Is demo. yeah, yeah just, they just, they just dropped it just a, a few days ago. I remember getting the email about it. So, um, so yeah, I'll, I'll at least check out the demo then. Um, but uh, yeah, the, the new games, that's really the only one that really stood out to me. Um, I like the idea of a uh, shovel Knight pocket dungeon, but um, you know, only so much time. Um, but uh Oh, sorry. I scrolled down too far. That's not out yet. Um, it's just winter 2021. <laughs> so maybe, who knows? It may drop us, on, it, drop it on us. Um, maybe not. Technically, winter 2021 is like January, February, March. Or it could weird? be December 21st to so the 31st. We already talked about my birthday being on December 9th. And uh, it hit me. Yeah, I've had many birthdays. I'm not going to tell you, you guys how old they, they Greg and Barry know. But um, but many, many birthdays. And it wasn't until this year that I finally realized that my birthday is technically in the fall. <laughs> I, I always thought I was in the winter birthday. Nope. 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 It's not for fall winter doesn't like start me. for a couple, couple weeks after my birthday. 
Oh, oh well, hey, learn something new <laughs> even after all these birthdays. <laughs> yeah. You were this um, many days old. That's right. When I learned my birthday is technically in the fall. Uh well, we uh like we said, we we have so many ways for you guys to connect with us. Uh outside of the podcast with our social media and discord and everything love for you guys to do that you can also follow each of us uh, individually uh, on twitter um, if you would like to do that i'm steve cullum on twitter and uh, barry is hawk hellfire and greg is gamer gd3 on twitter and so we'd love for you guys to, to follow us on there uh, barry we got lots of stuff lots of exciting things uh coming up give us a quick rundown of of all the things we talked about, but also maybe some other places where they can find you. You've been on po- tons of podcasts, so maybe they maybe they want to hear more about you, and so that tell them where else they can go. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, well, first off, we've got the new industry talk with Valerie McClecky coming out from Heritage Auctions. You do not want to miss that. That's going to be uh, a great one. Uh, we have the unofficial Amiibo book giveaway. So check out Nintendo Fuse Twitter for that. Uh, so hopefully win, and we'll do the uh, winning drawers on our Game of the Year episode. Uh, and then, uh, you know, premiumeditiongames.com, of course. Check out the, the games we have, Cathedral, Phenotopia Awakening, and Mighty Fight Federation. You, again, don't want to miss out on these games. They are amazing titles. And even if you're not a physical collector like these two knuckleheads here, uh, at least pick these games up digitally, support these developers. These games are absolutely worth your time. Um, but I have been on a myriad of other podcasts lately. Uh, so if you do want to see some of them, uh, I've been on Only True Gamer podcast, uh, which actually was done at Retro World uh, 2021. So it was like in the middle of the show floor, which is really cool. Uh, Nintendo, uh, Nintendo Rama, I was just on their latest episode. Uh, Dialogue Box. Trevor's Game Corner, The Dragon Cast, Go Game Go, That Game Dragon, The Game Deflators, which uh, we had a guest uh, here, John from Game Deflators, was here last time. I was just on their latest episode. Uh, I just got the notification that uh, an episode of World 1-1 Hard Copy Hounds I was on. And just before this podcast, literally... I, I filmed uh, a podcast called uh, Memory Card Memoirs, where we sat and talked all about Ocarina of Time. And what was cool about that is I was showing my age because I was the oldest one there. Uh, another person there, really cool guy, he was, uh, he was eight when the game came out. And another person was one. Well, I was 16. So we got three different perspectives. Uh, I don't know when that one's going to drop, but that was a fun, really fun episode to... Uh, to record and, and I'm just so thankful uh, to all these all these people that actually want to have me on and want to talk to me because uh, I'm always always up for talking and chatting and I did also just do two other interviews with premium I did premium interviews uh, that are on their their YouTube with the Cathedral and the Mighty Fight Federation uh, developers so check those out those guys are amazingly talented and, and very passionate people and uh, it was just an honor to uh, also be able to talk to them too they're awesome. 
cool. Yeah, be sure to check out all those podcasts uh, and subscribe to them. Show them some love as well. And, uh, you know, if they have the ability to leave comments or let them know that you really appreciate having Barry on, um, kind of show them that love as well. Um, Greg, uh, what's going on in your corner of the world? Uh, probably like me, not nearly as many podcasts as, as Barry's been on. But uh, what, else, what else is going to be going on in your world over the next couple of weeks? Um, it'll probably just be surfing those deals and just trying to pick up as many those uh, discounted Nintendo games as I can because um, Bell's birthday is in uh, January, so I could definitely easily hold some of them for that time because it's no time better than to get them when they're on like super sale. So that's definitely something I'll be scouting out the at least through this next week and whatnot. Um, Pretty much not super active on socials right now, and I hope keep hoping to change that some point soon. But I still got a lot of stuff going around in my personal life that I'm getting in order, so I'm really hoping to have more of that taken care of throughout this holiday season. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, that's a good uh, point, uh, Greg, with the the deals and everything like that. Um, another plug just to head to our Discord, because as you guys find things, as we find things, other people in the Discord find things, that's a great way to stay on top of things. Like I've been able to, um, that's when I, how I got my N64 controller um, from from nintendo.com because someone posted it in the i think it was actually barry posted it in the in our discord and i said oh it's available all right headed right to the the, uh, the website and was able to to order it in time so um yeah you can find a lot of those deals that people are finding and and posting uh in our discord as well and I'm sure greg would be posting them barry and myself but also uh jakester and all the rest of, the, of our people in the discord would be posting some great deals there too so uh yeah, yeah. we're Excited for uh, for a Game of the Year awards going to be happening on a next episode, December sixth. Uh, so That's always my favorite too. It's going to be. I good. love that one. It's going to be good. It's going to be lots of surprises, and uh, yeah, I got to go back and look at a list and remember what games actually came out this year. Because I feel like I played some old games this year that didn't come out, so I don't want to, you know, throw another bayonetta yes. in there like I did a couple years ago. So. This is this is an interesting year because I already made my list in preparation, then went back to my Switch, and I started looking through the games I played this year, going back, and I was like, oh my god, that came out this year, and that this year, that this year, and so I'm like, my whole list, I need to redo my whole list, hold on, there's going to be a lot of honorable mentions because there's a lot of great games this year. Uh, and then a lot of it's like, let me just double check, oh, that, that came out, and remember, uh, our game of the year uh, was December till November. So any game coming out in December of 2021 is not available for this game of the year. They will be for the next one. But December 2020 is because we do the show December 6th. And we want to avoid another instance like what happened with me in Xenoblade Chronicles 2. <laughs> so we are, we are being, being kind this time. <laughs> I forget. Would that have changed the out, yes. The overall oh, that would that would have been my game of the year for sure. That, but I mean, that our collective overall outcome would it have um, changed? I can't remember if we. Did I think it would have moved. Up, I think it would have moved up to number two. Okay. Uh, like second place. Okay. Uh, overall, maybe 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 it would have been third. I don't know. Uh, Mario Odyssey was that year too, so that was a that was a very busy year. But it would have changed my listing for sure yeah. if I didn't have only three days to play a three hundred hour RPG. <laughs> oh, plenty of time. I don't know why you can get in time. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs? I know sleep? you certainly made plenty of time for that game, right? 
<laughs> you always think how you have no time, but then you, have, you right. have time for Zena Blade too. Well, you know what? You know what, Greg? If you played it, you would understand why I made that time for that game. All right? All right? So until you play it, you just, you're missing out. You don't know. <laughs> Nice. Well, we are so glad you guys are here, uh, especially our live audience. Thank you guys so much for joining in the the chat room and uh, sharing your thoughts. We saw some new faces tonight, which is always exciting uh, as well. So be sure to uh, tune in live if you never have before, especially Game of the Year. Game of the Year live is is pretty exciting. So make sure you uh, tune in December 6th. We'll be back with episode 242, the Game of the Year Awards for 2021. Uh, but until then, happy gaming, everybody. Have a good one. See you later.